Always love checking in with Will Purdue. It's Hoops Talk with Will Purdue, sponsored by Calamos Investments. Will Purdue, former Chicago Bull, analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. So, Will, here's the deal. Are they going to break up the Chicago Bulls? Well, Lisa, they, they have to do something, right? Because we've pretty much seen the same thing for the last two years. Our tourist car service last year told us, when I say us, those were that were uh, doing the uh, preseason special, Kendall Gill, Jason Goff, myself, we asked him about, you know, what his expectations were, and his expectations said improvement. And he said not just getting to the first round of the playoffs and winning a game or two. He talked about getting to the next round of the playoffs. Well, this year we didn't even get into the playoffs. We got to the play-in, but we didn't get to the playoffs. So in order to meet the expectations that he says that have been set for this team and this organization, to me that says they have to make some drastic changes from a personnel standpoint. So to give you the long answer, I would think that this team's going to look significantly different going into next year. Or at least, let me say this, I hope it looks significantly different going into next year. Will, watching you on the post following that loss to Miami, and you laid out two areas that they need to improve, and I think all of us will agree, and three-point shooting as well as point guard play. It just hasn't been the same since Lonzo Ball's been out there. Last in three-pointers made, three-point attempts, all of that. We know the stats. So let's say they do address those two large areas of need, Will, that they get a point guard and they improve the three-point shooting. Even then, and let's say most of the core is still here, let's say the big three is still here, then what? Are they gonna? Are they a, a, a team that can tend to, to win a playoff series, two playoff series? Do we think they could actually compete for an NBA title? I guess my point is it's, it feels like they're just kind of stuck in the middle right now. Yeah, and I, I call that no man's land, okay? And the reason why I say that is, is because just because you're a playoff team doesn't necessarily make you a contender. And I always, and I keep saying this, you know, organizations like the Boston Celtics, the Chicago Bulls, the Los Angeles Lakers, I mean, the Miami Heat, because they have more than one championship. Those organizations should hold themselves to higher standards because they've won championships, and that's what they are about. The Bulls have won six championships. You know, Arturis has addressed the fact that they want to get back to that level to where they are contenders. So, yeah, those are the first two areas I feel like that must be addressed because they even talked about that going into last season about some things they needed to do. They didn't address the three-point shooting. You know, they were planning on, according to what the doctors had told them, you know, that they felt that, you know, Lonzo would uh, recover from the surgery. Unfortunately, he never did. And the current surgery that he's now had, a player has not recovered from that surgery to play again in the NBA. Oh, geez, ever? Like never? Like season-ending? Well, not necessarily season-ending, but just an NBA player that has had the surgery that Lonzo Ball has had never played again in the NBA. I meant to say career-ending, so you're saying career-ending. That's kind of where we are right now with that surgery, so it has to be addressed. And let me be more specific. I know a lot of people, you you mentioned point guard play. Kobe, Kobe White has done an outstanding job this year. He has shown significant improvement. But what we don't know is, is okay, can he, can he take the next level, meaning he can now be a starting point guard and give you 35 to 38 minutes a night, putting up 
these type of numbers. Now, the numbers need to increase with the minutes played, but I still have a tendency to believe, you know, that he's more of a two guard that can play multiple positions, but not necessarily a full time point guard. So that means that you got to step up and you got to find guys that can compete against Brogdon for Boston and Holiday from Milwaukee uh, and Maxi from Philly, you know, the teams that are above us, the teams that are considered contenders. And then you got to get consistent three point shooting. I'm not saying you got to get find somebody that can shoot 45%, but I'm saying you got to find somebody that can consistently give you 37, 38, 39% and not be a streaky person that shoots 25 one night, 40 the next, and kind of goes back and forth. Well, I want to throw one point guard that could become available. I think Lisa will like this because she's from Rockford. He's from Rockford, but Fred Van Vliet could become available. I believe he has a player option, but could hit free agency. What do you think about that as an option for point guard? I think that's a solid option. We saw how well he played against the Bulls in the play-in game, even though Toronto lost. You know, listen, this is a guy that we all love because he's self-made. You know, he's become a great, and I'm I'm using that term respectively, he's become a great point guard. I think there is no ifs or ends or buts that he will opt out of his contract. So he will become available. The question is, the Bulls would have to do like a sign and trade to make something like that happen because of the fact of where they stand and where they are against the salary cap. Remember, Michael Reinsdorf said they will go into the luxury tax if they feel like they can contend. Okay? You I say, Fred Van Vliet, but yeah, what else yeah. do you do, though, right. to be considered a contender that you're going to go into the luxury tax? Because, Kevin, the other thing you asked for, let's say they, they address point guard play and they address three-point shooting, they still need to address rim protection. Long way to go. Hey, before we let you go, can I ask you, have you seen Air yet? No, I have not. Come on! You You got uh, Best movie I've seen in a long time. Really? Yeah, really. It's that good. On the least against scale of 1 to 10, you will give it a 10? I'd probably give it an 8.5 or a 9. So considering how much money movies cost these days, you think it's worth the bang for the buck? Absolutely. Go see it, Will. You'll be able to relate. Right. I, well, there's no doubt about that. I just <laughs> wish I had all those pairs of Jordans I gave away over all the years. I know. I know. I can't believe you gave those to kids that came to your basketball camp. But good on you. So, yep. But listen, I, I think to, to kind of bring this all to uh, an end here, to put a bow on it, The team made progress, even though their record was worse, because that was one of the things that we talked about last season. Remember when we were talking when the season was over? We talked about how much better this team needed to get because the Eastern Conference was getting better. Just because you, air quotes, technically get better, doesn't necessarily your automatically your record's going to get better because the teams around you are getting better. And to top this off, Detroit is a young team that is getting better. Orlando is a young team that is getting better. Cleveland. What you don't want to be is that team. Cleveland, they're, I mean, they're in the playoffs right now. What you don't want to be is that team that's constantly chasing your tail in the sense that, you know, you seem like you're getting better, but you don't really get any better from a position standpoint. You're always looking up at other teams instead of looking down at other teams. Who wins? Who wins this year? Boy, I tell you what, the Clippers are looking really good with – you know, how good Kawhi Leonard is playing, which kind of aggravates me because now it 
everybody's like, look, see, you know, load management works. Look, look what's happening. But I just don't know if he can continue to do this at a, you know, a heavy minute pace for the whole playoffs. And I am surprised, but it's just, you know, we say this every year for the NCAA tournament. We say it for the NBA. I don't know if there is a favorite. I mean, we want to say Milwaukee, but now Giannis is hurt. He's not 100%. He's supposedly not playing in game two. It's, it's a game-time decision. I mean, it's almost like, okay, the team that's going to win is the team that is the healthiest when they get to the, free, the, the finish line. You can be limping, but you, you still have to be the healthiest team, and that's what we don't know because of the amount of injuries that have already happened going into the playoffs. Again, Giannis with with Milwaukee, Ja with uh, you know Memphis. What team can stay healthy? Well, we'll see. Thanks for joining us, Will. Well, as always, it's enjoyable. And, you know, the last thing I will say, I love talking to my friends about Chicago because we've basically seen all four seasons this week alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Go do your laundry and see the movie air. You got it. On your recommendation. Yeah. We'll talk about it next week. All right. Absolutely. Okay, coming up, we're going to talk to a former flight attendant and an etiquette expert about what is expected of us when we fly with kids and they make a mess on the plane. That's after Steve's News on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.